This is Radio Daybreak, a podcast that's all about all the cool things happening in our fair community. So, where have we been all these past months? Well, suffice it to say, we've been working on how to keep the conversation safe and distanced while still getting up close and personal with some of our incredibly interesting Daybreak residents and friends. And now that we figured out how to do that, here we are. We're back. Oh, and a little under the hood good news, by the way. We've switched podcast platforms to Buzzsprout, so you should be able to get the Radio Daybreak podcast in more places than ever. Places like Spotify and Amazon Music, as well as all those other favorite services like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Daybreak is everywhere. Tell your friends and subscribe to get all the latest Daybreak news by subscribing to Radio Daybreak. Hey, and speaking of that, if you want to know more about the Radio Daybreak podcast, go online to mydaybreak.com slash live for details and links. The podcast is under the About Live Daybreak heading there on the top of the menu. Now, here's something new and quite beneficial to those of you who may want to talk directly to this engaged, fun-loving, and dare I say, highly intelligent crowd listening to Radio Daybreak. It's easy to become a sponsor of this podcast. Find out how. Just contact Robert Stroud at rstroud at livedaybreak.com. That's R-S-T-R-O-U-D at livedaybreak.com. Yeah, Robert's got a crazy name like me, you know. We'd love to tell our listeners more about your great products and services here on Radio Daybreak. Okay, I don't want to startle you, but I'm about to give you a heart attack. No, wait, this is a good heart attack. Let me back up a bit. Live Daybreak has a special award for Daybreak people that really make a positive difference in people's lives. It's called the Resident Appreciation in Daybreak Award, or RAD. Yeah, I know, I just flashed back to the 80s for a second there. The RAD Award is Live Daybreak's way of spotlighting people in our community who go above and beyond to make life better for Daybreak residents. We choose a nominee every other month for the RAD Award and highlight the cool things they do on our website and in our newsletter. You know, this is pretty much in our Live Daybreak DNA. Giving back is one of Live Daybreak's fundamental pillars, and we're always on the lookout for a Daybreak resident who personifies this value of giving back. And now, since we can't be everywhere at once, we could use your help. Let us know if you got somebody in mind that is going the extra mile in making people's days brighter here at Daybreak. And we'll see if we can nominate them for an upcoming RAD, as in Resident Appreciation in Daybreak, award. Okay, so what does all this RAD news have to do with heart attacks? Well, back in August of 2020, the RAD award went to a Daybreak resident by the name of Danielle Johnson. She has this great Facebook page for Daybreak Heart Attacks and Healthcare Hero Honors. But let's jump into a conversation with Danielle right now to see how heart attacks can be a pretty good thing. It's time to welcome to Radio Daybreak, Danielle Johnson. From here right in Daybreak, Danielle is something of a local celebrity. We have to admit she is the Resident Appreciation in Daybreak Award recipient for August of last year. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the RAD Award before, but the fact that Danielle earned that I mean, there are a lot of people here in Daybreak that do a lot of great things, but Danielle stood out from them, and we're going to find out why. But first, I want to learn more about who Danielle is. Danielle, first of all, welcome to Radio Daybreak. Hi. It's very fun to be here. Now, first of all, tell me, how did you come to Daybreak? We lived um, just across the street from the north end of Daybreak. 
we were flipping a house there and we planned on eventually selling that and moving to another part of South Jordan. We loved the aesthetic of Daybreak and I loved how the layout promotes bringing neighbors together. I'm also a huge fan of all the birds here. I grew up in the mountains and when I moved away from there, one of the things I missed the most was waking up to birds chirping every morning. Um, Ultimately though, we moved here for the diversity and the inclusiveness which I think is very apparent when you drive through the neighborhoods and see all the flags and all the signs, um, and as well as the the online presence on Facebook, seeing all the different groups that are part of Daybreak. Now, you were in South Jordan already, but then um, you just, so you were aware of of Daybreak, uh, you know, being in the neighborhood. So at, at what point was it strong enough? You said, you know what? I'm close to daybreak, but I actually want to be in the middle of daybreak. What made you cross over and bring and come on over and join us? Um, well, we put up our house for sale in 2019 in South Jordan. We weren't exactly sure where we wanted to move. We wanted to make sure that um, we felt like we belonged in where in the community that we moved to, and schools were also a major factor. So we, we did look a little bit at Harriman, but ultimately came to Daybreak to look at homes. Um, we had the, I already had some friends here in the community, and I had the opportunity to speak to some of their neighbors um, and some of the community members as we were looking for homes about what it was like living here. And that's what solidified our move to Daybreak was to be in this community where my son can be supported and we can have a sense of belonging. Wonderful. Now, you are not just content with coming and just enjoying the Daybreak lifestyle and letting everybody else do the work. Sounds like you like to jump in and make things happen. And that's where I want to learn more about some of the things that you've been doing one of which is called what? What is it? It's it's heart attacks. Is is that the true term for it? Yes. So um, I've created a group where we carry out heart attacks and healthcare hero honors for residents of Daybreak. So okay, two different things: heart attacks and and healthcare heroes. Tell me about heart attacks. First of all, it sounds scary. That it's not a scary thing. <laughs> it's not scary. <laughs> no. Um, I I did heart attacks when I was in elementary school for my teachers where, um, you know, Valentine's Day, we would cut out hearts um, as a class and write thank you notes and put them on our teacher's door when they would come to school on Valentine's Day. Uh, parents would organize this. So it's something that I've, I've done before and um, I've seen, you know, throughout communities and schools and throughout my life. And so um, it just kind of, I know it sounds scary, but it's a really fun way to kind of attack people with love. Oh, what a great way to put it. Attack people with love. So how does it actually work? You you did it in school before, but now here in Daybreak, in neighborhoods, how do you spring a heart attack? Um, So I take requests um, through Facebook, through Facebook Messenger, and the process is I take the request, I have them fill out a form. Mostly the form is um, asking questions about what the person likes, foods, drinks, hobbies, fandoms, sports. I try to get as much information as possible so that I can put together a curated gift that really speaks to the person and makes them feel like they're seen and they're special. 
And then um, I get an address and I get a volunteer who will come to my home and pick up the gift. I also have a lot of volunteers that cut out hearts and write nice little messages on them. So I have a, I have a huge collection of hearts in my house. I, oh, wow. so I select about 20 hearts per person, um, put them in a bag. The volunteer comes to my house and because of COVID, they do a porch pickup. Um, they t- it's really easy. They take the gift to the designated house. All they have is the address. Um, I don't give them any information so that it's as anonymous as possible. Hmm. And they put the hearts on the door with tape. They set the gift out in front of the door, snap a picture, knock and run. I love it. Knock and run. And, and again, this is something that it's so well coordinated. You, you go deep on these things. You, you've, <laughs> Right. You, you do yeah. your homework. You really get to know the person's, uh, you know, some things that would mean something to them. And then uh, you spring it on them all at once. Have you had some some occasions where you've been able to witness some of the reactions of people? Do, do you have anybody hanging out, taking any shots of, of how they react when they see a, the, the heart attack on their doorstep? Um, we, I do get pictures. Sometimes they're posted on Facebook and sometimes they're sent to me privately. Um where the recipient's family will take pictures of their kids or um, the family as a whole who received a heart attack or somebody else in the household smiling and, and maybe talking a little bit about why this mattered to them, why it was important to them. And then I share those uh, with permission if I can. And, and sometimes um, people just really want to remain anonymous. And Mm -hmm. so it's, it's still fun for the volunteers and I think for the community because we drive through the community, or at least when I do, I'll randomly see hearts on people's doors or I'll hear down the line how people will take those hearts off on their doors and they'll put them in their bedroom or their study or keep them in a special notebook. And when they're having a difficult moment, then they can refer back to these messages that are written on the hearts for them. Oh, that is sweet. And tell me more, and you might have referred to it a little bit here, but how do you, how do you go about selecting somebody for this? And, and if somebody has somebody in mind that they feel like, boy, they could really use something like this, they could use some uh, cheering up or, or, you know, some encouragement or something like that. How, how do you go about choosing someone for this? Um, any request that I get, I take. So if I get a request for a family, for an individual, um, whatever the reason or purpose, I go ahead and take that request. Mm-hmm. So there's no um, there's no criteria necessarily for somebody to receive a heart attack. It's just uh, someone can nominate them. They can nominate someone in their household, or they can even nominate themselves if they're really just needing that community encouragement to pull together for them. Sure. And then when I don't get nominations and I have uh, open days, I try to seek out people who need help. Um, I will reach out to people who've volunteered a lot or that I know, ask them if they're aware of anybody that needs help. I try to monitor uh, the Facebook pages on daybreak and, um, I'll jot down a little note in my phone if I notice that somebody is expressing that they're going through a difficult time. 
um, or maybe somebody has passed away in their family or they've had a dog pass away recently. Hmm. So I, I try to just make sure I'm aware of what's going on in the community as much as possible. And if there is somebody who could use just, like I said, some love, then I'll try to find out what I can about them, get their address. Um, we have a really tight knit community, so I'm able to, you know, find these people and, and get things to them that speak to them. Danielle, you are a remarkable person. Is it, I mean, you know, in all humility, right? That, that you, <laughs> you are at this point where I, I heard you say even that you are, you know, even if nobody is nominating anybody, you're kind of looking around, you're watching for somebody that, that could use some, some encouragement and some, some help. Have you always been this way? Um, I was raised this way. This yeah. is how my family has been. This is how my grandparents were. And this is how my parents raised me. And this is how my family is. We um, are constantly finding ways and things to do with people and try to put our hands in as many causes as possible. And sometimes we collaborate and sometimes we branch out. Um, my mom, for example, is a, she doesn't live in Daybreak. She lives in Pleasant Grove, but she is a big contributor to uh, the heart attack. She loves getting on Amazon and finding fun stuff and mailing it to my house that I can use. So yeah, it's just kind of my family, my family culture. Oh, what a great culture. I, you, you did bring up something too that has been on my mind. This isn't free. Uh, it costs money to put these together. How, how much do, would you say a heart attack would cost and, and who pays for that? So when we do a, a general heart attack for a variety of reasons, um, we spend, or I spend about 20 to $30 per person, mm -hmm. um, a little less if we're doing it for, you know, a little kid, um, a little more if we're doing it for a teenager or an adult. And even when we do family heart attacks, I try to make sure that I'm taking into account each person in the family and try to spend that much per person in the family. So I do get th donations through Venmo. I have an Amazon wish list that I have for this purpose. Um, I got a very large donation from Live Daybreak. I have people who reach out to me occasionally and ask me for shopping lists. Um, people will donate new items. The bulk of my donations, though, come from taking donations from the community that people would otherwise give to DI and Savers. Sure. And I go through their things, and Daybreak residents take amazing care of their things. <laughs> and I'm able to pick stuff that's new or in excellent condition. And I have a craft room, and it goes in there, and it, it sits on a shelf or in a bin until I find somebody who, who needs it or uses it. Wow. That, now, this is a real good time then to say how somebody can get in touch with you. If somebody has something they would like to donate or money they would like to donate, what's the best way to, to get in touch with you, Danielle? The easiest thing for me to be able to stay in touch with so many people at the community at once is to use Facebook Messenger. So people can DM me and we can I can answer questions. I can set something up. We can coordinate whatever needs to be coordinated. I also have a Facebook group um, that people can join and I will post on there a weekly list for, for any items that I need, if I need volunteers that week, and if I'm working on anything specific. Okay. So, and what is the, if they're going to search for you on Facebook, what's the best way to search? They can just look up Daybreak Heart Attacks okay. and you'll find the group. 
Yeah, Daybreak Heart Attacks, easy enough. So reach out to Danielle and this great group on Daybreak Heart Attacks on Facebook. And that's a great way for you to help give someone else a very positive heart attack. I want to ask you, Danielle, about um, the, the other thing you mentioned, which is healthcare heroes. So yes. Tell me more about that. What, what is healthcare heroes? So I actually started that before I started the heart attacks. As soon as we went into quarantine, it became clear to me very quickly the strain that our healthcare professionals have on them right now. Um, a lot of it's just the mental stress of kind of carrying all of us through this difficult time. And uh, two things that happened that inspired it. The first was seeing all of the cute lawn signs in different places on people's homes that said things like a healthcare hero lives here. And then the other thing was um, my parents had given me some of those full-size skeletons for Halloween. They were clearing out their house and they gave me one. And something that I do with my family, when my parents go out of town, um, they usually go to Europe once a year. We, different people in my family will go to their house and take their skeletons and dress them up and put them in a different part of their house for them to find. So <laughs> now, sometimes... Now I got to stop you. Wait a minute. You you have a family that just has a bunch of full size skeletons around. Yes, that they they are giving away. That that's where do they get their full size skeleton? These aren't the real thing. No, no, no. They're just plastic <laughs> ones that they I, that they yeah. get online for like Halloween decorations, sure. and then we just don't like them to go to waste. No, you want to use them. You can yeah. definitely dress them up. Yeah. So yes. okay, I interrupted sure. you. Tell tell us more about where they put these skeletons in. So we, we've enjoyed that a lot as a family. They're, they always, you know, makes you smile and laugh. So I took one of these skeletons and decided I wanted to honor a couple healthcare heroes. So I take it, put it on their porch or a volunteer does. Someone made up a cute sign that says, thank you for being a daybreak healthcare hero. So we don't end up like this, referring to the skeleton. <laughs> sure. And the skeleton just sort of pops up on their porch with that cute sign and a gift basket. And um, sometimes the people are home and I'm, I'm able to hand deliver them or the volunteers are and thank them personally and sometimes they're not. And so that goes on their porch and it's just kind of a fun little surprise. And I like that it makes people laugh or smile or kind of lifts some of the stress of this time of COVID off of people's shoulders and gives them something to laugh about. Danielle, you you must have a lot of energy. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> do, you, do you ever have a moment where you just go, I got to get away. I got to, I, I've, I've got to take a break here and then get back to, to distributing all of these uh, great things to buoy up other people. Do you, do you get enough people buoying you up? Cause boy, you are doing some great things. I do. I have, um, it's sort of become this great community where I came into this community in daybreak where I noticed right away that people are communicating online and there's always somebody in the community helping another family in the community or even helping a family outside of the community. And I noticed that people are always donating things to each other. So I kind of took that and ran with it. And so did everybody else along with me. And, uh, the online group has created this place where there's been some great friendships that, that I've gained from it and others have as well. And I get lots of great feedback from, from people who are in the group volunteering and helping people all the time. And we definitely bounce ideas off of each other and, and you know give each other a little bit of energy when we need it. 
And then I get the chance to interact with people who are one-time donors or one-time recipients. And that's also really special. That is fantastic. I, Danielle, are you, uh, where are you from originally? You're, you're not from Daybreak originally. Uh, you know, it's not been around all, all our lives, <laughs> right? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where are you from originally? Um, I was actually born in Texas, but my parents moved around a lot when I was young. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad owned multiple businesses and that moved us from Texas to Denver to Chicago to Southern California. And then when I was nine, we moved to Woodland Hills, which is in um, up in the mountains in South Utah County. And that's where I grew up and went to school. All right. So as a, a fairly young person, you, you came to Utah and, and started, but you did have a, an a opportunity to, uh, to experience lots of different parts of, of the West, at least the Western part of the United States. Uh, what, what would you say if, if you were talking to some of your friends from some of these other areas, what would you tell them about Daybreak that would uh, make them think, maybe I want to move there? I tell everybody about Daybreak. I'm trying to get my brother to move here right now. There we um, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I what, I what I tell people is that I live in this beautiful community that's very diverse and full of a lot of really fun people. And uh, I tell them about how the community is designed with all of our parks and our green spaces and our lake to bring us all together in a very natural way. And I talk about all the things that Live Daybreak does and the Arts Council to bring um, all of the residents together to do fun things. But mostly I just talk about how this is a place where the first place I've lived in Utah that I felt like I belonged and there's such a strong sense of community and the people here are so good and so giving. It is just amazing. That's got to be the underlying statement about you, Danielle, is you are so good. Thank you. <laughs> really appreciate what you're doing again with the uh, healthcare heroes and also with the heart attack project, Daybreak Heart Attacks. Uh, you are just spreading all kinds of good and, and helping to encourage so many people, young and old. Uh, and w- w- let's talk about that for just a minute. It sounds like that there is a special emphasis on young people with with some of these heart attacks. Tell us more about how you are helping encourage some of the, our, our young people here at Daybreak. That was the original purpose of it was to um, help kids who were struggling and just in general with anything from anxiety to depression to bullying um, to even more severe mental health stresses. Um, and, and to especially help them right now during COVID, because I think that we as adults are, I think we kind of have a, a little closer tight knit group of friends. We're not going to school every day. We're not surrounded by hundreds of other kids that we're interacting with. And, you know, these kids, even though they can interact online, it's, it's not the same for them. They're missing out on so much of the social stuff that's so important to them. So it's just a great time to really show them that they're not alone, even when they feel like they're alone, and that whatever they're going through, they're loved, and there's a, there's a whole village of people that are there to help them. And so whatever whatever's happening, it's not just them and their, their own household, it's their whole village that's surrounding them. And then it sort of just turned into something where we ended up helping everybody. But there's definitely a strong emphasis on kids. For example, um, 
There were a lot of kids that missed out on trick-or-treating for Halloween. So we did special Halloween heart attacks where they, they received the hearts and the gifts like normal, but we also threw in through some amazingly generous donations, um, Halloween candy and little Halloween projects and gifts and all the kind of fun things that kids would get trick-or-treating or going to a Halloween party at school so that they didn't feel like they were missing out so much on, on that very important holiday to them. Well, and that is, we all remember what it was like to be younger and especially the teen years or preteen years. There's a lot of insecurity that goes with that and you're still figuring things out and it can, it can feel quite alone. And so to have something like that just sprung upon you, it's got to be a thrilling feeling. I think it is. Um, I actually had the privilege of, I had, I had a really hard day where I, I a couple days with my son, he was having a really hard couple days and I'm just, we're super close. Um, he's 13 oh. and I, whatever thing, whatever's going on with him is essentially going on with me. And I had to reschedule some heart attacks that week and just said, you know, things are kind of a struggle at my house right now. Give me a few days. I had somebody reach out to me and somebody that I'm close to and say, Hey, you know, what can we do to help you? And, and, uh, they decided they wanted to do a surprise heart attack for my son, which mm. was a huge deal for him. Um, and I got to experience firsthand why, it, why it matters so much. He had no idea that I was collaborating with somebody to do this for him. And it's, it's really fun to go and open your door and stand there and, and see all these little notes that are written specifically to your child that um, are about loving them and lifting them up and showing them that they matter to people that they don't even know. But yet, like you said, really people who have thought about that specific person and, and really, yes. you know, it, it's, it's really means them, not just a kind of a standard blank statement. So, Oh, absolutely. That is wonderful. So the, excellent that it, it came back around, didn't it? Yes. Uh, Danielle, this has been so fun to, to learn more about you and about heart attacks and about all the good things that are going on here in Daybreak and especially your part in those. And gosh, we look forward to the many more uh, fun, exciting things that happen in daybreak. And we're going to look for some of these heart attacks on doors in the neighborhoods where you know when you see a heart attack, folks, you know where it's coming from now. Remember, if you want to find out more about the great things Danielle Johnson is doing for folks here in daybreak, go to her Facebook page, Daybreak Heart Attacks and Healthcare Hero Honors. Radio Daybreak is a production of Live Daybreak. Robert Stroud is executive producer. Zig Zag was written and performed by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. Check out our past Radio Daybreak podcasts on any of your favorite podcast platforms. If you have any topics you want us to cover on Radio Daybreak or to sponsor future podcasts, contact us at information at livedaybreak.com. And to make sure you don't miss out on any future Daybreak news, subscribe to Radio Daybreak wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us again for another edition of Radio Daybreak. My name is Don Shaline.